Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, you are listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Welcome, welcome. Log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. You can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychicradio, and post under today's post uh, for uh, your pet. So if we're going to be talking to your pet, go to today's post. It's up there. And then in the comments, you can post a picture of your animal. Uh, call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Chat room is open, and I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Suhara. And now we're ready to start the show. Hi, Yay. Laura. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> good, good. So before the show um, started, Laura and I were watching this video of this uh, Amazonian jungle dog on National Geographic website. It's pretty good. It's pretty cool. You guys should check it out. It's so. Um, it's really neat. I posted the link on our Facebook page under today's um, under today's where everybody's posting the picture of their animal. Oh, cool. You want to see it. Yeah. Awesome. But it's this rare jungle dog, which at first I thought looked like a little anteater, but then he looks more like a dog as the video goes on. But so neat that there are all these animals out there that, you know, even the scientists don't really know about, and I just want to go and talk to them all. I know. We should, like, go travel around the world and talk to these animals and find out what they think of humans, and we could be, like, the ambassador of the human species oh. and kind of, you know, it would be so get to great. know them. So I sent you the, the video or the video with, in an email and she said, take a little time and if you have time, sign up. And so then, you know, I logged on to National Geographic and I didn't need to sign up for anything. And I was looking in the article and I thought that there was going to be somewhere in the article a place to sign up to go and like study these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Sign up to go and like study them, <laughs> but you just meant sign into the site. <laughs> yeah, sign into the site. I don't know. It made me sign into the site. Uh, maybe you were already signed in. I'm not sure, but yeah, that's what what happened. But I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, when when I graduated high school, I almost went and like studied wolves, you know, and I thought about studying whales because they have those programs, you know, you can go and study. Yeah. So. I thought, how exciting, we just go to the Amazon jungle and study these dogs. And I thought, maybe I could get them to come out closer because of my telepathic skills. And <laughs> I had all these <laughs> fantasies in a few seconds. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> I know. We got to do We got to do a um, show, a travel show someday where you and I, we go around and, you know, either film or record us talking to all these different animals. 
That would be the best. It would be the best. Yeah. Any requests, listeners, uh, post it on our page about where we should be yeah. going and what animals we should be talking to. Or anyone out there that has connections with the networks, right, and who wants to do a travel show. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Let's go to our first caller, Debbie, with, I don't know, the rat. The rat. It's on Facebook. Do you see it? Do you see his picture? Debbie with the rat. I don't know. I'm you know, the way Facebook now has its, it's a little confusing the way Facebook is doing their comment section now. Have you noticed that? They're not. Yeah. It started to confuse me a little bit last week. They're not showing all my comments. How do you see all the comments? Well, there's that the side on the way left, which is post to page, where some people are posting. So mm-hmm. that's okay. I've got that all taken care of. I can see those. But then under our post, Mm-hmm. I can only see you. I don't see the rat. I don't either. Maybe I have to refresh. I'm going to try refreshing. Instead of us trying to do this, like, you know, I know you guys figuring it all out. <laughs> we should probably just... I know. Maybe we can ask them where they posted, and that would be more helpful, so... I think so. I love to see their pictures. You know, I really don't need to, but I love to see who I'm talking to. I just think it's, I mean, you know, doesn't, I mean, part of me says it helps me connect with them more just because I can see how cute and adorable they are, but uh, I can get them without it too pretty easily. Okay, let's find out. So, uh, Debbie, we're looking for your rat. Uh, What's its name? His name is Squoey, and I did post him in the. It's in the center of your home, your Facebook page, where all the other posts from other days have been, and little videos. He's above. Uh, there's Mishibo, and then there's. Um, it's the same place I posted another time. It's right in the center of the window. Hmm. Under, it's under where it says photos, likes, and then it says post, post video. Hmm. I think you have a different view than we did. Do you did you well, post it under? Do you see how there is at the so everybody out there who are posting today, there is a um David has been kind enough to post a post that is pinned to our top of our page. And it's written by Pet Psychic Radio and the the subject line is Animals, Pet Psychic Radio. The 26th of June, 2014. Under that post, that post, like in that post, post your animal picture in the comment section. Okay, I don't see that on mine. I'm just at, I'm at Facebook.com, Azul Lavender something. Nope, that is, yeah, your post, it sounds like you're posting to somebody else's page. (laughs) No, no, it's definitely you. And I and I went from the link from your uh, radio link where it says, follow this link to post your picture. And that's where I went. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, so we, we don't do well, uh, so cute. I want you to see him. <laughs> we'll look for him. To post pictures. Okay. So I'm going to go again. Post pictures, pet psychic radio. It's coming up. 
well, maybe we should talk while it's loading. Does that make sense? Yes, let's do that. And even look for that post that should be highlighted at the top of the page that says Animal Pet Psychic Radio, the 26th of June, 2014, and post in the comment section of that post. Okay, well, once it loads okay, in. Okay, so tell me about little rat. What's his name and what does he his, look like? And, okay, his name is Chloe. And he's, he's white with some tan on him, and he's absolutely adorable. And Margo, my daughter, spoke with you. Uh-oh, my thing just didn't load. Um, she spoke with you about his friend Squiggly, who died, who was within this month. And he had a, Squiggly had a tumor, and you spoke to her about Squiggly and helped her with yeah. helping him get past everything. And that all went pretty well. She let him be a lot, and Squiggly would hang out with him and lie down with him a lot, but and then he died. And she's, she's, the first concern is that how he's doing after that because he seemed a little depressed, and now he's doing better. But she left for five days. I'm her mom, and I'm taking care of him. She wants to know if he's, uh, what I can do to make him feel happier and better and let him know that she will be back soon. Okay. So that's let's a lot of questions him. I know. So well, let's get squirrely, see how he's doing. He's with me right here now. He says he's doing just fair. I really miss my friend. He says he doesn't get the same comfort. Mm. I feel a little bit lonely. It's sort of like the feeling of the other one's body up against him. Right. She was gonna she was making a little stuffed one to sleep with him. Would that be good? Oh. Did you like the stuffed one, Squirrely? Yeah, but it's different. There is definitely something about the lying next to them and like feeling like the the stomach breathing in and out or the torso mm. breathing in and out that he really misses. It's like a she wasn't, warm... She didn't want to get another rat right now because, um, well, first of all, they don't live very long, and she doesn't want to keep a chain of rats going at the moment. She's thinking of having kids soon. She's got five cats. So mm. she, but she, does, she doesn't want him to be unhappy. So yeah. So what do you think? What, what could you have, Squirrely, that would help you with this? I think I need more holding time. Okay. It's where I sit on the belly of someone. Okay. She does that a lot, and I do too, but we'll do more. <laughs> she says we. I could just sit and hang out. Cool. Okay, and how about for I the next five days? Want, you also want something to eat. It looks like maybe an apple or something. I don't, I'm not sure what exactly it is, but it reminds me of an apple. Okay. I want that really bad. Do you know what that is? Apple um, or radish or something that would be. I I have a whole list of food that he gets, and I don't think apple is one of them for today. She makes him his own homemade nuggets and fruit, and he. I have melon to give him. Does he want melon? I wonder if it's the like a more of like a the rind of the melon. Oh. You want. You know, because it's like that apple consistency. Melon is not an apple consistency. but No, it's not. But the rind more is, you know, when you get to the... No, it's apple, he says. 
Okay, I'll get him an apple. I don't know if you're allowed to have apple, but we'll see, okay, squirrely? I'll I'll check. He he almost, he he dumped her, she made a juice of all sorts of vegetables, and she gave him some, and he loved it, and he went after her glass and knocked it down. It was practically swimming in it this morning. (laughs) Oh, how cute. I love that. So good for him. So does he understand that she's only gone for five days? We'll be back, and I'm just taking care of him. Yeah, and so when did she leave? She left this morning, and I had him out for about two hours on my lap while I was doing my email and doing everything, and I'm stroking him now, and I'm happy to have him out. I thought maybe I had him out too much. Can I, can no, I have early, do you understand, honey, that mom's gone for five days? Yeah, I understand. She told me. She's going to talk to me when she's away. Oh. She told me she would. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, she will. So can I, is it ever too much that I have him out? She made him a little triangle material house that he can go get in when he wants. And a little litter box. He definitely wants to be out more than less. Okay. I mean, definitely just sitting, not walking around, but sitting. Okay, well, then I, as long as I know I can't take it up too much. Yeah, I should give you some other callers. But thanks so much for calling in. And, thank you and, so uh, much. And she wanted to thank you for helping her with Squiggly. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, I wish we could see the picture. Well, hopefully we'll find it later on. Um, oh, but I think she might have posted on your page is what I'm thinking. Oh, you think she posted it on my regular pet psychic page? Yeah, like your mm-hmm. personal, you know, pet psychic Laura page, not the radio show. Maybe. Page. Maybe. This is what happens when you're a famous pet psychic Laura. You have too many pages. I know you have. You have so many pages, <laughs> and that's what happens. <laughs> uh, let's get to our very special guest we have today for. Um, it's a special guest, and it's, they're called Pet Guest, which is cool. Um, we have Kristen. Welcome, Kristen, from Pet Guest to our show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your organization and where you're located. We are in San Francisco on the West Coast, and Pet Guest is a newly formed nonprofit that is serving kind of to bridge this gap with uh, there are a ton of rest there are 20,000 registered rescues that operate in the United States currently and they go into the shelters and take the displaced pets out of the shelters and find them homes and most of them work with foster home systems where someone will open up their home and allow a pet to come in for a few weeks a few days a few months sometimes and they work to get it better take it to the vet get some behavioral issues if there are any worked out and then find its forever home The problem is that we're still euthanizing millions and millions of animals every year, and part of this problem is that we just never, ever, ever have enough foster homes. So what we're trying to do is to go out there and educate and talk and work with different partnerships and different groups to tell them how easy it is to foster and how rewarding it is and how we have a wonderful stat that if one out of every 315 people fostered one animal once a year, all of the millions of animals in the United States could actually be saved. And that's wow. fascinating and that's very doable. So we're 
then we serve also then to reward people who foster. Once they're done fostering, they earn a certain amount of points, and then they can go into the pet guest treat store, and they can use the earned points to go shopping for pretty awesome stuff that donors have donated to us services and goods and all kinds of fun stuff over there. We have a whole list of things that we're going to be coming up with over the next um, several months as we get going more and more, some vacations and some really wonderful stuff. So we're really trying to get the word out there that we have a big problem in the United States, but it's not insurmountable, and we can do this. That's awesome. And are you mostly uh, have doing this within the Bay Area? Well, we just started on the West Coast. We're focusing on Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, and Seattle, just because we have oh, the infrastructure here and we have this kind of what we call the transport train that takes Southern California, for example, has 40 shelters. And sometimes in any of the, and it's very high volume and unfortunately very high kill. And some of the shelters at any one day will have, you know, six, 700 animals in there. And it's mostly dogs and cats. Uh, but they'll sometimes have pigs and horses and, you know, uh, other livestock and, and random things. Uh, but majority are, are uh, uh, dogs and cats. And mm-hmm. we transport a lot of those north where there's not as much of, a, of an issue with the animals and there are more homes and so forth. So we have a good infrastructure there, and we'll be slowly moving east. We'll be hitting the areas that need the help most. Uh, Texas needs a lot of help, the bigger cities, um, Miami, Florida, New York City, and then some of the bigger bigger metropolitans, and then we'll kind of move back in towards the Midwest. Wow, so your organization is going to be national. Mm -hmm. Wow, amazing. That's our goal. Yeah, and so if people are interested in becoming fosters, uh, can they do that through Pet Guests? They can contact you? Mm Mm-hmm. And where do they, they contact to, you? Uh, PetGuest.org is the website, mm-hmm. nonprofit. So they can, it's on there. They can sign up. They can fill out the foster application, and then we'll match them to a local rescue or a couple of rescues and give them some options. You know, they can specify how long they're willing to work for, what kind of animals they're interested in. If they have animals, we ask them questions about, you know, what are the temperament of your current animals? Do you have big dogs, small dogs, cats, rats, kids? how many people are in and out of the house, questions like that, and then match them up. Or they can just contact us from the website or, or send us an email at info at petguest.org, and we'll be happy to get something rolling and talk them through it. Awesome. We'll make it as so, easy as possible for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Um, so for all of our listeners, I'll be posting that information. Um, some of it is already up on our page, but I'll be posting it again in the chat room and such. Um, but today we're going to be talking to Buddy. What's the story? Buddy is a Maltese. Um, what's his backstory? Well, Buddy, and, and I wanted to just thank you for because I've never done this before. And when I was talking with your staff about doing this, this was we were talking about pet guests, and we started going off on what you do. And I, I listened to a back of, a bunch of the back. Uh, episodes, and I thought, this is really fascinating. So why don't I go ahead and I asked if I could do one, and they were, you guys are gracious enough to say yes. I have a whole plethora of dogs here. Buddy is my uh, second oldest who's here, not in age, but in length of time that he's been here. Um, during the time that he's, he's lived with me for 10 years now, with my husband, and he uh, uh, is a Maltese, came from, you know, sort of, you know, sort of one of those rescues that was sort of a an individual rescue didn't go through the shelter system, but he wasn't wanted by the people that had him, was bounced around to a few homes, found him on Craigslist. He had a whole bunch of people who were interested in him, but the owners picked us, or the people that were watching him picked us and brought He's a scraggly little thing. He was good up until about a couple of years ago, and we brought in 
a lost opsa that was going to be put down in the shelter. He had really bad eyes, and so we had to remove his eyes, the, lo- the lost opsa, and we named him Grumpa because he's kind of grumpy. And for whatever reason, Buddy really hates this guy. And so for the most of the time, Buddy, Grandpa will sit up on his sofa and just kind of hang out up there. But if he moves around too much, Buddy will come over and attack him. And if I take him out to the back, Buddy just thinks it's so funny or he's angry or something. I'm not exactly sure what his problem is. But he will attack but he will attack Grandpa. And he just doesn't hurt him, but he just jumps on and just scares the living daylights out of Grandpa who doesn't see it coming. And Grandpa's blind, so he's always cries like, you know, he's being tortured to death and the neighbors are all looking to your dogs. <laughs> so we've tried uh-huh. training with Buddy and tried to integrate them together, but it's it's just not happening. So just wondering if there's anything else that we might try for poor Buddy. Yeah, okay. And so, uh, so is he still with Grandpa? I mean, is he still? No, they're all here. In- they are. Okay. Okay, let's get Buddy and ask Buddy, what's going on with him and Grandpa? Why is he have such a thing for Grandpa? Okay, buddy, you listening? I do it because he reminds me of a mean guy. Who does he remind you of? He reminds me of somebody that used to get me. But, buddy, honey, don't you understand that reminding you is not the same thing as being that guy? So it's just because he reminds you of someone doesn't mean that you have the right to attack him because he's not that same being. And he can't see it. It's really scary. You need to take control of your own behavior and you need to lick and yawn and blink your eye. But I'm also jealous because he gets more attention than I do. And then they always take his side. Well, buddy, the reason why they take his side is because you're the one that's doing the attacking. If you didn't attack, then maybe they would give you more attention, more. I don't like it when Grandpa smells bad. (laughs) He has a really bad smell to him. That's still not an okay reason to go after him. Maybe he's got something going on with him that makes him just a little sick inside. That's not fair. If you were a little sick inside, you wouldn't want somebody to be attacking you. He said something about when he sticks his tongue in his mouth, sometimes he thinks he has a hole in his mouth, like like the roof of his mouth. Does that make any sense? Buddy does? Or, or grandpa yeah. does? Buddy. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he has a toothache. Is it your tooth or is it your tongue or the roof of your mouth? The roof of my mouth feels empty. Whenever he drinks, he gags. It's very odd. The vet doesn't know why. Um... That's interesting, huh? Um, buddy, honey, why do you gag when you're drinking water? Do you know? It's the same thing with my tongue. My tongue feels weird. Huh. I wonder if you should get him adjusted by a chiropractor and see if his jaw is out. We can do that. If we actually have a doggy chiropractor at San Francisco. So... Buddy, Mom's going to have you looked at by somebody. 
But in the meanwhile, I want you to practice licking and yawning and blinking your eyes and being really nice and compassionate to Grandpa because Grandpa can't see, and it's really mean what you're doing. You need to take control of your own behavior because it can't feel good to get aggressive. It just can't feel good. I just know it. I know that feeling. It doesn't feel you can't be peaceful in your own body. You need to think about something happy. Can you tell me about something happy? I like it when I look handsome. <laughs> he said he wants to get groomed with the silky conditioner. Okay. <laughs> we can do that. This guy's got demand. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like, he has a lot of demands going on. <laughs> you know, I would check his mouth and his jaw and his teeth and stuff to make sure. Because I think that's, I've never heard that, that he doesn't feel like he has the, like a roof of his mouth. So that could okay. be something also that's going on with the tongue, which could be right. the teeth or the jaw or the neck. So I'd see if maybe you could get him adjusted. Because if he is out, that might calm him down a little bit. Right. Definitely. That would be nice. <laughs> Poor oh. Yeah. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for being on our show. Kristen from PetGuest.org. Yeah. So um, we'll have all of our listeners contact you over at your website. And uh, we hope you come back on sometime and let us know uh, how Buddy's doing. We will. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. That was Kristen from PetGuest. Uh, They're located in San Francisco, and you can contact them at PetGuest.org. That's PetGuest.org. You can find all their information on our Facebook and all that stuff. Um, We'll be posting it, or it's already up there, actually. So you can go there. Uh, Let's go to our next caller, who is uh, Lula, who's 10 years old, and Finn, who's 13 weeks. Uh Uh-oh. They're not getting along. Or actually, Lulu's just depressed, it says. So let's find out. Lu- is it Lula or Lulu? Oh, it's Lula. Lula. Okay, sorry. Lula. So, uh, Gabby, uh, tell yeah. us. What's what's she doing? Okay. Well, um, so besides being depressed and kind of hiding in my room whenever she can or sitting in the corner sulking, she's just not engaging with any of us, you know, not with me and definitely not with the puppy. She's trying. She's trying really hard because I already had to talk to her about how she was once a puppy and I had an elder dog at the time. But, you know, she j- I got this puppy in the hopes that it would keep her young and happy and I feel like it's having the opposite effect and I'm, I'm worried. And um, so I just want to know, like, how, how, what does she need me to do and how can I make it better for her and I don't know I just need some guidance because she's really miserable and we're really we're really close she's my best friend for sure okay hey Gabby it's good to talk to you hey Laura so fun to talk to you (laughs) Gabby's an old friend from Ojai who moved to Maui right yeah yeah I'm so happy for you this is so exciting thank you for taking my call yeah Okay, so let's get – I know, and, and 
And uh, Luna, she should know. She remembered being a puppy, so. Right. I, 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 I did that with her. We had that conversation, and that's when she started to try. She actually started trying after that, but okay. now she's Good. just bombed. Before she was and mad. I'm going to tell her that Finn's behavior is not going to be forever. He is going to get smarter. Great. Um, okay. uh, Lula, Lula and Finn are what kind of dogs? Yellow Labs. Did you guys get the pictures? Because okay. I did post them. I they're up there. The yeah, they're posted on the post to page section on the left-hand column of our Facebook page. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're there. Got it. Okay. Let's get them. Hold on. Lula. Honey, listen. I've been really upset about the puppy. He just kind of annoys me. The look of him makes me sick. Now, Lula, he's so super cute. How could the look of him make you sick? Because when I look at him, I think you're getting in my way. Lula, honey. I just wasn't ready for him. I liked to be the only dog. Lula, honey, though, I think you're going to actually find that you really, really love him. And it's going to be really cool because you're going to be able to teach him some things and he can play with you. And I know right now he does some really kind of things that don't seem that smart and then he doesn't really know exactly when you tell him to leave you alone. But that's all going to change. He's going to start to understand you a little bit more. His brain just is not fully developed. And as time goes on, his brain is going to get more developed and he's going to understand you more and he's going to be more respectful of you. And then you guys can play more and have fun and then you're going to have company, just like you and Sonny were buds. Remember that? And Sonny welcomed you in. Do you remember? I remember. But it just doesn't feel the same. That's because now you have to be the responsible one. And that's what's really, really neat is that your mom trusts you with this. This is a big job. You're going to have to train the puppy to be really well behaved and help mom out. It's really exciting. It's going to give you something to do. What do I do when the puppy runs really fast? What do you mean, runs really fast at you or away from you? At me. Well, you can do a couple of different things. You can kind of stare him down if it's too much, or you could play with him, or you could just turn around and walk away. You could do a little growl if it gets to be too much. That's okay. Do you think Mom will one day think he's smarter than me? Because mom thinks he's special. Well, he is special, but so are you. And no, you're going to be the super smartest, Lula, always. You think I will be? Yeah, of course. You kidding me? And she's going to be so proud of you because you can help train him. He's not going to just figure it out fast on his own. Maybe, but he's going to have to have you to help him. She says she would like time away from him. Mm-hmm. Lula, 
I think you have to think about it differently and you have to think that this is kind of new, fun, and exciting. You have to change your mind frame about it. Okay, and instead of thinking being all grouchy about it, say, how can I make this work and how can I show the most joy in this? Because, Lula, I remember you when you were a puppy and you were wild and fun. (laughs) So now this is your your turn to feel wild and fun again through him. I remember you. (laughs) Was I crazy? She was kind of tough, wasn't she? Oh, she was crazy. She would, like, run down the beach and knock toddlers over. Remember that? Like, she would run as fast as she can and find the little kid and just knock them over and lick their faces. It was awful. Yeah, remember how you used to do that? Now you need to teach him not to do that. You're, like, the big sister. It's so cool. You think I really can do it? Of course you can. Of course you can. And one day he'll be my friend? Yeah, he's going to be your friend. I can almost guarantee it, Lula, that he's going to be your good friend. I can guarantee it. One day you're going to think, how silly I was I? Because look how much fun I'm having. <laughs> I hope that's true because he's annoying. <laughs> Oh, well, Gabby, you got to let us know. I will. I think she's going to be just fine because Lula's going to snap out of it and Pat be more playful. Lula, come on, this is ridiculous. Get into your puppy side. Okay, snap out of it. The choice. Gabby, you have to let us know. I will. Thank you guys so much. I love you, Laura. It's great to hear your voice and... We're very appreciative. You you got it. Sure. <laughs> Talk to you Thanks guys later. Bye. Oh, Lula, she's gonna she's gotta snap out of it, like you said. She's gonna get it. I know. Gabby's so cool. She surfs and does yoga and she like does paddle boarding. She has the life I think I would be if I didn't have so many animals. <laughs> If you could travel with like your what your three dogs, your horse, your parrot, your bunny, your two cats. Did I miss anyone? I think I would maybe just be out in the water if I wasn't with the animals. <laughs> you got to get them all like to be like Tillman. And come with oh, you. Oh, I know Tillman is so cool. I love him. Tillman's the uh, skateboarding and surfing bulldog. Those of you who don't know, we've hung out with him before. And uh, yeah, you can see our video. <laughs> we have a video <laughs> on our YouTube page. Um, but, yeah, he surfs and stuff. So that would be cool to get all your animals surfing. Wouldn't it? Stormy yeah. would have done it when he was young. But he's, um, but he's too old now. But maybe Felix could do it, huh, Felix? Luca's kind of scared of the water. I've had him in the waves sometimes trying to get him to body surf, but he didn't really like it. Mm. Yeah, well, but maybe, maybe. Maybe Felix. Maybe Felix will do it. <laughs> All right, let's go to Sushi, who's a cat. Helen, welcome to the show. Tell us, um, Sushi is marking. What's going on? Yeah. He sprays everywhere. 
Oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty non-discriminate, too. It's not just, like, one spot. It's anywhere and everywhere. Like, the front of our house, there's a line across the whole bottom of the house. It's insane. What do you mean so, in the front of your house? Like, by the doorways or something? Right, like, across the whole front of the house, like, from the front door all the way to the gate. And then all around the garden, any car that's parked, the neighbor's house. <laughs> Serious? And so does he do it inside? Yes. Oh, you no so longer let him inside. Yeah, I'm like, we, I mean, it's super recent. Within a week that we put a screen, two screen doors in so that we can have the doors open without him coming in. Oh and I God. feel so bad. I want to let him come in, but he will spray. I mean, there will be a line all the way around the bottom part of the kitchen or, I mean, just anywhere he can spray, he sprays. Oh, my God, and he's neutered, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why and he is he doing he is that? so sweet. I mean, you almost just look at him, and he starts crying. He's so cute that way. And he's such a cuddler. And, he loves that. And how long has this thing been going on, always? From, I've only known him for three years. Um, and, but so my, it, my husband and his kids, they got him maybe like 13 years ago, and they say he's always, always marked. And I feel like it's worse. We used to live in Virginia and then we moved west. And I feel like it's worse here. So I think it's because we live, I feel like we lived in the country before and now that we're in a residential area, I I don't know if that makes him more insecure. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay, well let's get, let's get him and ask him what's going on. Okay, Sushi, listen up, honey. Did you hear what your mom says? She's so upset that you're peeing everywhere. Do you know that it's so inappropriate for kitties to pee everywhere? And that's why you can't go in the house. Because when you go in the house and you pee, it's really hard to clean. And it stains and it smells. And your mom and dad and family are like, oh, no, this is disgusting. So they had to get screens to keep you outside. But they love you so much. They want you to be in. But you're peeing everywhere. Why are you doing it? Because I have to go. There's got to be another reason, buddy. You got to think about it. I think to myself, I'm going to protect this family. Don't you cross this line, buddy. I got this family covered. The more you pee, the tougher you look pee a lot, all the other animals are like, stay away from there. Even big men are like, I'm not crossing that line. Oh. Is that somebody, do you know somebody who won't come over because your cat pees everywhere? <laughs> no, but I don't know. I wonder, I wonder who's talking about even big men won't cross I mean, I don't know if he's talking about my husband or, you know, if he's... Well, he wouldn't protect the family from your husband. Yeah, I know. That would seem strange. Yeah, no, no, no. It's got to be somebody else who's like, your cat pees everywhere. I'm not coming over or something. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So listen, though, honey, it's, you know what, you could tone it down a little bit and you could pee outside just a little bit, but you got it covered, honey. 
And not inside, though, because that's why you can't go inside the house. Do you think you could gain, like, a lot of consciousness around this and really stop? Because if you've stopped peeing on everything, it's kind of like you're doing it too much. You're doing it way too much. It's like if you do it outside a little bit, but you don't have to go so wild with it. And it would be so neat to have you inside, but it's going to take so much self-discipline on your part to stop. You really need to stop if you want to be inside. And the older you get, I'm sure the more you're going to want to be inside with your family. So you're going to need to have more and more self-discipline and stop and try a different way. Because if you try a different way, you just might find that, huh, look at this. I really never even needed to do it. You might find, you might have like this false notion of what you need to do when you really don't need to do it that way. Sometimes I think to myself, they should give me some meat off the barbecue. Mm. I love tasty meat. And I also like it when my family says, I'm going to tickle your head. <laughs> he likes that? Yeah, and he likes the ch- his chin, too. Sometimes when my family talks to me, I say, I'm going to keep you covered and nobody's going to get hurt. Aww. I'll never let anybody hurt the family. I was sent as a guardian for that. You know what's interesting? I almost feel like, so did you say that your husband has kids? Yes. And did, like, did your husband's dad or someone pass away? Did his dad pass away? Yeah, or grandpa or? No, I'm, my dad passed away recently. Oh, your dad passed away recently. Well, maybe he's trying to tell me that your dad, I thought he was saying that grandpa, grandpa wants me to protect the family. And so I I thought that's like my husband's grandfather. He died a long time ago. Yeah, it could be. Is it, but it also could be your dad trying to get in to say that he's watching over you too. Right. So, um, so Sushi Honey, tell me, is it dad? dad or is it mom dad's grandpa or dad's or mom's dad who's mom's dad comes and sits cross-legged on the couch oh he says this is so nice here oh what a nice home my daughter has But the other grandpa said, I'm taking care of this family. Mm. It's almost like somebody sent him to watch over the family. And so he's just taking it. I would ask your husband if his grandfather was, like, really tough and protective. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he he almost reminds me of, like, an Italian grandpa who's, like, not messing with that. Right. So (laughs) I would ask him. Um, But... I would just keep talking to Sushi about how everyone is safe and they just like his pre- you just like his presence and the more he leaves his pee outside the more he can come into the house. Okay. 
just keep reminding him. But I, he will get it eventually because he will want to oh. come in. Yeah, yeah. All right, All right, Sushi. You try. You don't need to do it, honey. You got it covered. Yep. Thanks. I guess to remind him, too, to try it and see that we're still protected without him doing it kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I was telling him. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that he's going to oh. see. Yeah. But I do feel like somebody sent him to your family to keep the family safe. Wow. That's cool. Well, Helen. Thanks for calling. Let us know if Sushi uh, gets to come in soon or not. Yeah, thanks so much for your help. All right. Bye. Hey. You're welcome. Sushi, so you're going to do it outside. I know you better, that's a long time to be peeing like that, and that's a lot of marking. Mm-hmm. That's right. It does no feel like that. I really got this feeling of, like, this overprotective relative that was, like, you protect them. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, overprotective. Right. So Sushi's just carrying out what he's been told, really. Right. He's yeah. doing his job. Yeah, Sushi, but it's overkill, honey. Yeah, it's overkill. <laughs> All right, let's go to Lisa um, uh, with Sam, who passed away on April 30th. Um, Sam is a shepherd collie mix. Uh, black and beige with floppy ears. And Lisa oh. wants to know if Sam's coming back. So, Lisa, um, tell us a little bit about Sam. Um, Sam was a rescue dog I found uh, about seven and a half years ago. Uh, very loyal, very sweet, very gentle. Um, and just two months ago, I lost him. Oh. What I happened? I just want to know how he's doing. Um, we're not really sure what happened. It happened suddenly. Um, I happened to be home from work, and he started to fall a bit um, oh. and collapsed. Uh, he had had a couple of episodes of heavy panting, and we thought maybe he had um, some type of dementia, but I didn't put him through all kinds of testing. His blood work was good because I felt he was older and he was so attached to me that I didn't, you know, want to put him through. Um, it would have been on the brain and that had said even if it was yeah. a tumor on the brain, there was nothing really at his age that we could do. Um, so we just, you know, he, he did well for a while and then one day he just uh, collapsed basically and couldn't get up anymore. Okay, so let's talk to him and see how he's doing. I see his adorable picture on Facebook. Oh, my God. I know. Okay, let's get Sam. Sam, honey, how are you doing on the other side, buddy? He says that he's with a woman that's really beautiful and likes to dance. She's really quick on her feet. Do you know who that is? <laughs> no. It could be like it could be like a grandma or a um or like a friend who passed yeah, away. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. my. Yeah. I do, my grandmas were quite old when they died. Maybe they danced when they were younger, and I don't. Yeah, know. and they didn't necessarily need to have known Sam. 
um, in lifetime in order to meet them on the other side. To me, they she looks like she's got red hair, but sometimes what happens, and she looks like my great-grandmother, great-grandma Johnson. So sometimes they actually, it will be someone that has red hair, or it's someone who's trying to tell me that it's like my great-grandmother. So, okay, um, it's, it's, possible somebody like, in my, it's possible somebody in my family with red hair, actually. Yeah. Somebody I don't know, but somebody I never knew, but somebody that's yeah. gone many years, possibly. Oh, yeah. She looks very quick on her feet because I keep seeing her, like, almost tapping with her feet. Hmm. Do you know what he, what, what is he like? Can you ask him what he liked most about being here with me? Yeah, did you hear, Sam? What did you like most about being with Mom? What I liked most about being with my mom is her laughter. She and I had so much fun together. <laughs> she can be really goofy. She had this way of stroking my back that always comforted me. Uh-huh. And I loved her food sharing. And we always knew secrets. <laughs> and it was always like we knew the joke, even though the other ones didn't. It was like me and mom up against the world. Uh. The other thing that I loved about her is she always looked into my eyes nice. She never really raised her voice and got mean. She was always so understanding. And she didn't really think I could do any harm. You know what I think I should tell her? That she's my whole world. And one day I will come back. And I will look just like I did in life. Oh, that's interesting. And you'll be like, oh, my gosh, here he is again. But it's going to take a while because I need to find just the right way. Uh. And then you're going to say, also, I know who that woman is with him. She's a real fun lady. I wonder who it is. Because I see her playing, I don't know if it's bingo or checkers or something, but something with like a little round game, like a little round. Yeah, you know, I'll have to think only my, um, I'm fortunate my, my parents are still alive and my, my grandparents died quite old, all of them. So mm-hmm. I, I guess in my mind, I think of them as older, not so much dancing around. Yeah, but they wouldn't <laughs> show themselves old in heaven. They would be younger. They'd be the year that they were the happiest. Yeah, you know, I'll ask. Um, I'll ask my parents. Maybe they would. Yeah, you know, do ask your parents because sometimes what happens is that the messages, whoever they talk about on the other side, it's sometimes it's not. It's well, it's for you, for Sam to say, "Hey, mom, don't worry. I'm being taken care of. There's somebody who's fun with me, and you know, we're laughing, we're having a good time, just like I had with you." But then the other reason is that person is trying to get a message to somebody on earth that they're doing well, that they're dancing, they're playing games. 
and that they're joking. And, like, I see her hair. Her hair looks really – she reminds me a lot of my great-grandmother, actually, because her hair looks like she goes to the beauty salon. She likes to look nice. And so it could be that, like, one of your – it could be, like, your your grandparents yeah, or something. It's possible it's my father's mother, actually, but I've never met her. But I oh, believe she, okay, yeah. I, yeah, I believe she had red hair. Yeah, ask your dad if that sounds like her. And, and then maybe the message really is for your dad. Maybe he's always wondered if she's happy in heaven or did she get there okay or who knows, you know. So yeah. sometimes the message is meant to go through you about who it is. But he's happy now. He's, he's yeah, okay. He's really happy. Yeah. Does he know what, what happened in the end? She said he had a burning sensation that was bleeding. Mm. It was up high in my chest. I don't know what that is, but it's like almost like a tumor or something started to bleed or an organ. Yeah, I'm not surprised because it happened so quickly. I mean, he was fine in the morning, and then by the time 3 o'clock came, he was, you know, not doing well. Oh, it's so hard. Well, you'll have to call us if you find out who that woman is or I will. when you find him coming back to you. Oh, I look forward to that day. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I really, I'm so curious. I wonder if it's her dad's mom, the dancing redhead. I know, she looks so cute. She <laughs> looks like she would have they would be stories about her because she looks so funky. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, let's go to some web uh, readings. So if you could go to your Facebook Pet Psychic Radio page, um, there are a couple I wanted to get to. Well, first I want to get to David's post about Motley. Do you see Motley is a tortie with pale green eyes? You see that one, Laura? Pale green eyes and a flare along her nose to the crown of her head. She is part a feral of a feral colony. She walks with her head tilted down to her left and limps down on her left front paw. Um, how is she feeling? Does she want to go to the vet? Did she ever have a person? Okay, and so we're talking about Motley, right? Yeah. Do we have? David on the line, or are we just doing it via... No, we're doing it via... I'm just going to pick a couple web readings. Oh, okay, great. Okay, and so we're going to ask Motley... Oh, she walks her head down, puts it to the left, and limps on her left from paw. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. How is she feeling? Does she want to go to the vet? Did she ever have a person? Okay, let's get Motley. Hold on. Oh, she's like all numb on that side, too. It kind of burns when I put my foot down. Mm. And my whole side of my face is numb. She said that it wasn't like she got hit by something. She thinks she got bit by something. She thinks a big spider bit her. 
Mm-mm. It's not a good feeling at all. My whole side feels numb. When she puts her foot, when she puts her paw down, it feels bruised, like almost like you touch a bruise. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to the vet, honey? And did you ever have a person? What is the vet going to do? Well, maybe the vet could find out what's wrong with you and then maybe help you feel better. Is, is, are they going to tell me that I need teeth out? I don't know. Maybe, honey. Because I don't know if I'm going to need teeth out. One of the weird things about her, too, is I almost feel like she did get hit by something, like she did have impacts, but maybe it knocked mm-hmm. her out for a second. She doesn't necessarily remember. Oh. So maybe she yeah. should go to the vet just in case to get it checked up. I think she probably should. Molly, I think you should go to the vet so maybe David or a nice person might pick you up and take you to the vet. But don't worry, you'll get be brought back, okay? You'll come yeah. back to to your home. Well, I want a person. You do? I want a person in my own driveway. Don't you kind of have that now, too, because they all feed you and everything? Yeah, but you have to be careful when you eat. Sometimes they want to get food first, and they push you out of the way. One time I did have a person, but that person is not around anymore. They just left me. But I don't know if they ever really knew I was theirs. I mean, I hung out with them all the time. But I think they thought I had someone else. So I think she was like a stray and she had like a driveway and a person that fed her and everything. And she really liked that person. But she thought, Mm -hmm. but that person thought that she had a home. Oh. I know. Well, I hope she gets to the vet and we'll see what happens. Um, we'll ask David if um, what happens and have him give us an update for the, all yeah. of you that are listening. Um, yeah. So it's we got to get a quick words of wisdom from someone. We're going to get one from Storm. <gasps> Stormy, Stormy, you're awake. Stormy's awake. Stormy, okay, it's got to be quick, like a, yeah, like a one-sentence one. One of the things that everyone should know is that in order to be happy, you have to exercise. <laughs> you have to look at nature and think, oh, how wonderful. <laughs> when you're outside, don't get in your head. Don't get in your phone. Get in nature and say, look how beautiful. Then when you exercise, your body will say, I'm joyful. That's some good I advice. He, I think he was uh, eavesdropping on our conversation earlier. I know, me too, my little snuggly pup. 
Laura and I were talking about exercise earlier, so that's really funny. All right, everyone, tune into the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication, as well as private consultations with Laura, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Talk to you. She can talk to the animals.